Hi, everyone. Thanks to this episode of Nick Egan Times. On this episode, we have a sensational and legendary guest. We have the incredible US rapper and actor, Chingy. Chingy's unbelievable stats for his illustrious career to date include eight top 100 Billboard chart hits, sold over 25 million albums worldwide, and incredibly over 1 billion streams worldwide. Chingy is releasing his new amazing and incredible album titled Chinglish, which comes out and is being released this Friday, the 16th of June. Welcome to the multi-talented and legendary Chingy, and thanks for coming on the podcast. What's up, my brother? How you doing? How's everybody out there doing? Peace and love. I'm just moving and grooving. That's all you got to do, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's jump straight into it. Um, mm-hmm. Take us back briefly and tell me about what life was like growing up in the great St. Louis and what your family and friends and I guess your life was like back then. Um, growing up in the great St. Louis, family, friends, I um, I grew up in the inner city on the north side of St. Louis, a place called Walnut Park. But um, we moved around. I've stayed in the projects downtown. I've stayed in um, in North County. We've stayed somewhere, somewhere everywhere in St. Louis, but I grew up in Walnut Park on the north side in the city. And then, you know, poverty, you know, gangs, drugs, you know, the neighborhood was not a so good neighborhood, but I, I, I still went to school because we, we moved out of there and moved to North County where I went to school in that system and um, graduated and everything. But the, the thing that kept me contained and kind of just always having a goal and something to push forward to was I love music. And so that's what allowed me to not get in so much trouble. I mean, we teens. As a teen, you know, I got into trouble. I did things. I think we all have. But, um, you know, the music kind of kept me kept me on a path where I was like, you know, I'm trying to make this happen. So I kind of tried to get away from a lot of the lot of the imbalanced things that was going on. You know, mother working. Daddy was in the street. Um, both sides of my family, pretty much my cousins, uncles, everybody was pretty much in the street. And so you kind of gravitated to that, whether you liked it or not, because you was around it. You know what I mean? And yeah, man, just a lot of, you know, like, um, like I said, my mother was working, do her and had her own thing, but was a nurse and stuff. And, but like I say, rest of the family in the streets. And so that's kind of where you, you know, you want to be like, you want to be like your uncles and daddy and cousins who had all the money, you know what I'm saying? What they was doing. And so, but like I said, music always kept me on a path like this, is what I'm going to do. So I'm going to try to make this happen as well while I'm trying to navigate through my life. Yeah, well, you've done amazing. Obviously, to a certain degree, I guess you've beaten odds and, you know, you're a product of your environment, right? So it's incredible yeah, what you've done. Right. Yeah. I appreciate that, man. Thanks. Oh, no worries. All right. Um, Tell me, I guess, um, about the success you've had and how going back, I guess, to obviously right there, that obviously, um, mm-hmm. you know, I guess, propelled you to, you know, stardom and fame and, you know, really smashed you out there. How have you matured, I guess, to where you are now to back then, like, as a person? How I've matured now versus back then? Um, I'm a grown man now. Back then I was uh, early 20s, middle 20s, and just growing, but I didn't have the mind I have now. When I say that, I'm just talking about on a, on a spiritual you know, every level, mental, spiritual, physical, everything is is kind of heightened. And, um, you know, trials and tribulations of what I went through kind of got me to that point. I'm just, I'm, 
I've always been a humble dude down to earth, but I, I practice inner stillness and meditation and becoming and mindfulness. You know what I mean? And so I gave up a lot of things like drinking, smoking and stuff and for, for like reading, research and learning. A lot of people don't know I got a degree in astrology, cosmology, astronomy. <laughs> well, that's um, incredible. I, yeah, I study psychology, the anatomy of the body, um, the, the metaphysics of religion, metaphysics of thought, a lot of things. And so I'm just a more, my intelligence grew. I got, my intelligence got wider. Versus back then when it was, you know, 20, 2003, 2004, 2005, 6 and all of that. I was still young and didn't know the business, didn't know what was really going on. I just loved the music. I just wanted to do music. You know what I mean? And I got in it and I, I would like to say around my third album and stuff is when I was really becoming a star. Is when things you started to hear imbalanced things and different stuff coming out of nowhere and it's just like oh where all this come from you know what I mean but I was young and I would say just my intelligence got a little wider cool all right tell me about the new um incredible album English um and I guess what that represents and how it's come about um the is it the EP change that and I call it the EP because it's got like eight records sure. and you know EPs use usually like six to eight records the albums are like usually 12 to 14. But we can say it's an album. It's 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 great music for the people. But um, how that came about over the years, man, I've been so I probably came up with fifty album titles. I probably have fifty albums that over the years periodically I've been putting songs and EPs out. And so if people have been paying a, attention a little, I've been dropping music for years. It's just, you know, when you don't have the major record deals and everything, it's a little different. You know, the grind is a little different. You don't get all the perks. You know what I mean? So if the fans are true fans, they have to really tune in to see what the artist is doing and, and putting out and what, where, where it's going. And so Chainless is just my truth, my reality, me, myself, and I, and um, my terminology. You know what I mean? And so when you hear it, it's a variety of things on that project. Like um, Can't Blame Me is about some of the trials and tribulations, which is like the first song, trials and tribulations I went through in the industry. Um, the single I just dropped, Rewind Time, is a song about a close friends and family of mine who passed that I wish was still hurt. Um, that Good is a record for the ladies, me being intimate and um sexual towards the the ladies appreciating the female creature i got a song on there called earth thing in which i get a little political and talk about a lot of universal issues um i got a song with twister on there called she do it that i produced and it's about just she do it um actually i start the song off it's about um people not not understanding the lives of young ladies who dance or strip and you know what I'm saying? And just appreciating that that um, aspect of a female and it's some dance music. And so Chainless is a is a is a cool project, man. And it's like I said, it's just my truth, me, myself and I, my terminology and how my perception of of things. Cool. What what are your fans representing to you? What do they mean to you, your fans? What do they mean to me? Yeah. Well, what my fans mean to me is 
They're the reason I'm pretty much chinged. The reason I stand where I stand. You know what I mean? Because they appreciate my music. They love my music, but they love me as well as they love my music. Some of them love me more than they love the music. So, which is a great thing because sometimes um, people could like your music. Over, I've seen artists not get nowhere because the people love the music more than the artists. You know what I mean? And I think um, my fans, they just mean the existence to me. They mean the world to me because this is what I do it for. This is why I'm here. This is this is why I make music because I want people to listen to it. I want people to appreciate it, accept it. And they've shown me that they appreciate and accept my music for these 20 years that I've been in this industry. And so they mean everything. Yeah, cool. As a personal fan too, growing up, I used to love your music when I was younger and my favorite Thanks, song man. was Baller Baby. Um, you know, that was an incredible great record. Song, great record. Um, you've record. always been you've always been a cool kind of just relaxed, chilled vibe kind of guy. So I can yeah. totally relate to what you're saying. Totally understand it. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, but I'm, you know, for anybody that know me, know that if you can't get along with me, you're probably an asshole. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I'm pretty laid back, down to earth, dude, man. What you see is what you get. I um, I show love. You know, I don't. I don't think I'm no better than nobody else. I don't put myself on a plateau or a pedestal, thinking that because I'm doing a certain something like music and the industry I'm in, that I'm better than somebody. We all are equal. Right. We all have our. We all have our special skill sets. Nobody's no bigger than the next individual. I don't care if it's Jordan, LeBron James. Jordan is no bigger than LeBron James. LeBron James is no bigger than Jordan. They're both great. Um. Tupac is no bigger than Biggie. Biggie's no bigger than Tupac. They're both great. We all have our skill sets. You know what I mean? But sometimes in this industry and when social media, you can see these things that's put out there to make you look like you. Competition, competition. With me, competition divides. And if people pay attention, you can see it all the time through football games, basketball games. This team root for this team. Sometimes they get into fights because this team think they better than this team. Competition divides. You know what I mean? If you if you're truly about your craft, you do that and don't worry about any competition or who you compare to. You just do it to your best ability. You know what I mean? And ain't no comparison to that. Doing it to your best ability. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Tell me about right there. Um, obviously, that went to number two on the mainstream Billboard charts. Um, where did the word there come from? It's always interesting. Um, actually. So where did the word there come from? Actually, it's just like, I can't even say there. Like if I tried to, I can't get it. I can't do it. So actually coming from the inner city in St. Louis, the poverty and the city, that's how we talk. It's not that we, it's not a word that's been came up with or none of that. That's how we talk. And so we can't help it. I couldn't say, hey, I'm finna go over there. It'll sound crazy, me trying to say it, <laughs> because I can't say it. You know what I mean? But um, in terms of the song right there, that just came from me like seeing some cute girls and being like, damn, that girl, them some nice looking girls right there. <laughs> and so I just made it a song. And this is literally how it came about. Okay. Like I'm, it, in 96 is when I wrote the first hook in the first verse. To right there in 96 and so that's literally how it came about seeing some cute girls and and being like damn the girls look good right there and that's really how it came about 
And so it wasn't until 2003 where I finished it. And it's, it's amazing how that song, I wrote the first verse and hook in 96. Came out in 93 and is the biggest record. Like, you know. Sensational. What's the best piece of advice you've ever received? Best piece of advice I've ever received? Do as, uh, do to others as you want done to you. Cool. And what's the best piece of advice you would give to someone else, even a younger teenager coming through the, coming through, I guess, the um, Stick with your craft, always push, stay focused, work hard, be, be passionate, compassionate about what you're doing because dreams come true. I'm living proof. I'm the guy who thought the dreams didn't come true, and but I kept pushing and stayed focused and voila, dreams come true. <laughs> so stay focused, be passionate, love what you do, and keep going for it no matter what. Great advice. What you've obviously had a lot of longevity. You've had a illustrious career. Um, you know, just as you articulated. What do you want your legacy to be when it's all said and done? What what I want my legacy to be when it's all said and done, great guy, made great music, respectable guy who appreciated existence existence from from the landmass of the earth to the high rising clouds appreciated people no matter if they were homosexual straight whatever they are appreciated people and made great music great music to have fun to that everybody could love from the kids on to the parents and the grandparents simple simplicity with me very charming all right um what, what what inspires you daily? What inspires me daily? Um, taking care of myself, meaning eating healthy, getting the proper supplementation. So the body is like a car. So the car needs oil. The car needs gas. The car needs tune-up. Um, the body, well, actually, vehicle means body. And so you have to give yourself the proper supplementation as well meaning minerals, vitamins, and taking care of yourself in nutrition and all of that. And so um, that's a that's a big part of my life that I take um, very serious. So yeah, I would say um, that. Yeah, you look great. You haven't aged a day since when you first came out, in my personal opinion. You look great. <laughs> yeah, I'm a vampire. <laughs> uh, I'll be having I have a glass of blood every night. No, no, no. <laughs> what, what you've collaborated with obviously some of the greats, Jermaine Dupree. Um yeah, oh yeah. So that's another when I say dreams come true, I used to go to Atlanta looking for Jermaine Dupree when I was like 12, 13 because Chris Cross is one of my favorite groups of all time. Rest in peace to Chris Kelly. And um, I used to go looking for Jermaine Dupree, try to sign to him. So having the number one record with pulling me back with Jermaine Dupree lets me know I did my job. You wow. know what I mean? That was a dream. That was a dream come true. Wow, that's amazing. If you can look back briefly in your career, is there a specific standout moment that really just go, wow, like that just resonates with um, your brain? Um, standout moment is probably working with Janet Jackson 
Michael Jackson's sister, the Jacksons, and getting her, being able to be on a dope track with Janet, titled Me and You Are for my second album, Powerball, and, and um, working with Janet Jackson, and her calling the studio to speak to me, to let me know how much she loves the song and she appreciates it. That's a standout moment. Cool. If you're 18 again and you can go back in time and you could change anything in your career or personally or professionally, uh, what would you change? I would change... Um, the business aspect of my career because I wasn't too familiar with the business aspect. I would, I would go back and, and get things right from the start for as lawyers and just the things that I needed to, to survive in this business. I would, I would, I would, I would, I would, I would have a, more of a business mind as a kid coming into it. I just put the right, put the right, people around me, like the lawyer, the accountant and everything and and did everything that way because it was, I didn't know what was going on back then. I just was, like I said, doing my music, having fun. I was very trustworthy, you know, and I thought people had my best interest that didn't. Yeah. Well, that's great insights. Thank you for sharing that. Um, mm-hmm. Yi, thanks for coming on the podcast. I do appreciate it. Um, you know, you've done amazing things, you're doing amazing things, and I wish you nothing but the best in all your future endeavors. Hey, man, I appreciate you having me. I really appreciate this. Anytime you want to talk, um, when we're dropping some or whatever, man, just let me know. Everybody follow me on my social medias, at Chingy Instagram, at Chingy TikTok, Howard Chingy Bailey on Facebook, Chingy Full Deck on my YouTube. Um, hit me up on Spotify. Make sure you stream the music on Spotify. Ching is dropping June 16th, which is Tupac's birthday. Beautiful day. So make sure y'all go cop that Chingus project. I dropped Can't Blame Me was the first single. That Good was the second single. Third single was Rewind Time. And when the project dropped, I'm dropping another single titled Ballin', which is a great record. Um, about, about trials and tribulations in my life and a little spiritual aspect of myself. And ballin' meaning spiritual currency, not material. Um, well wonderful have a great day my friend hey man peace and love to you and um anytime you want to talk let, let us know yeah definitely 100 percent. anytime you want to chat so peace and love have a great day Same with you. bye